Thank you for listening to another episode of House of Nako. I am your hostess with the mostest, Nako, here to break down a latest trending topic which has taken over social media, which is the Joe Biden, Charlemagne the God interview, and I'm using air quotes here, uh, that took place not that long ago and Twitter is all ablaze, including other parts of the interwebs, because in my opinion, it was one of the most destructive one. And in the same token, one of the most revealing political interviews in our lifetime. So you don't want to miss our analysis of it coming right so you could spend hours breaking down this 18 minute interview but we're not going to do that because it's far too painful it's far too painful i've already done it in other aspects and it's not fair to you people to give you that much but that's just to to show you just how destructive this whole interview was is that you could literally have three hours kind of come out of 18 minutes that's a that's a huge feat congratulations vp biden okay so let's get into the meat of this thing shall we there were so many points let's start at the beginning But most people wanted to start at the end, which was the soundbite that went over social, which was Joe Biden saying, and I quote, let's scroll to the end of these. Um, Joe Biden says at 1722, you got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or for Trump, then you ain't black. And Charlemagne the God responds it doesn't have to do with trump it has to do with the fact that i want something for my community and he goes on to say i would love to see joe biden doesn't care about what he wants to to see or what he has to say he interrupts him and talks about my record 25 extending voting (laughs) it's funny that this transcript says voting right racks what are voting racks This is either a typo in the transcription, but I have listened to this several times. I do think he said voting racks. Please someone write the show and tell me what a voting rack is because I have no idea. Extended voting rights for 20. If he meant to say rights, I have no idea what he was referring to. That I, Joe Biden, extended voting rights for 25 years. What does that mean? Even if I had to go in and try to analyze it, like how does one senator from Delaware, him himself, extend voting racks or rights or anything to do with voting? What does that mean, (laughs) Mr. Biden? But you can literally ask those same questions to everything this man said in these 18 minutes. 
And uh, so I guess we can start at the top and work our way up to the bottom since we started here. This was the clickbait. This is what got so many people angry. And I get it. This is angering. This is racist. This is white supremacist. This is showing just how deep in racist ideology that Biden's whole uh, frame of thinking is. It's actually called the white racial frame of thinking. And he has it. He holds true to it. Because in response to Charlemagne the God just doing his job and asking questions, this man wasn't coming with some hard-hitting journalism and pulling up facts and actually check checking him as he uh what do they call it fact checking and being like well actually nope 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 he wasn't doing anything like that he did catch him on some things which i have to applaud charlemagne the god for never thought on this show or even in my personal life that i would be ever praising the work of charlemagne the god but hey this is corona times quarantine anything is possible and yes charlemagne the god did a better job at interviewing a vice presidential candidate specifically Joe Biden than every other journalist that he has sat down with on corporate establishment news media and you can take that all the way to the bank shout out to Charlemagne that God for keeping his composure because I don't know if I could have I'd be like what are you talking about what who what when where why wow what what when when where why so yeah, this whole uh, you're not black thing, like of course it is horrible and racist and all the things we've mentioned for someone in his, in his position of power, someone who is a white elitist to try and tell a race of people that they're stripped of their racial identity because they don't vote for him. Like that's preposterous in addition to highly racist, white supremacist, all these horrible things. But let's take it back to the fact that he responded in that way, trying to use vernacular that he believes is black ain't. He all throughout this thing, he's talking to Charlemagne the God, like he's at the barbershop or what he's watched on TV or what he's heard from Clyburn when he's at the picnic and whatever. And Clyburn and him don't even hang out, but whatever. And so he's thinking that, oh, I'm talking the black talk and saying, hey, man, hey, come on, man, give me a break, man. He said, man, and talking to him like that. Can somebody tell me when Joe Biden has ever sat down with Chris Hayes or sat down with Rachel Maddow and said, hey, girl, and saying, hey, what's up, man, to Chris Cuomo or any of these other jokers? on establishment news he would never so why is it you're coming to i know it's the breakfast club and it's on a station that plays r&b and hip-hop but Charlemagne the god isn't coming to you like that he's not like yo you know what i'm saying my man and you're just trying to respond to he's coming to you professionally intellectually and you're coming at him at some st with some stereotype stuff it's just it's it's disgusting it really really is so, yeah, for him to respond to him that way with that type of stereotypical racist 
uh, speech, that's one thing. But the fact is that he responded to him in that just for simply saying that he wanted him to come back because he had more questions. And it's like Joe Biden can't, ha- first of all, he couldn't handle all the questions he had for him just now. So he doesn't want to come back and answer anything. He doesn't want to be accountable for anything. And if you ask him, he's just going to try to throw it back on you as saying you're not black. Earlier on, there was another question that Joe Biden got pressed on by Charlemagne the God, and he responded, oh, well, what you're confused about. And Charlemagne the God was not confused. He was saying what was right. It was Joe Biden who was confused. It's Joe Biden who's trying to hide and lie as usual. So anyway, so we started from the bottom. Now we're going to work our way up to the top. As we scroll our way through this whackness, hot piping cauldron of mess is what I like to put on this whole shenanigans, shenanigans that were happening. But okay, so earlier in this, around the 16th minute, Charlemagne the God asked about running mate. He talks about Amy Klobuchar. He said people aren't happy with that. And he said that black women have been the savior of the Democratic Party and they are owed to have a black woman as your VP. And he's basically saying, what do you have to say to that? What do you have to say to those black women, those people who believe that someone like Stacey Abrams or Kamala Harris, who's half black and half Indian, by the way, but one of those women should have be vetted as well. What do you say to them? Biden says, well, I say to them is that I'm not acknowledging anybody who's being considered. Like, you are acknowledging. You've acknowledged that you're vetting Amy Klobuchar. Why are you lying to us? And he said, but I guarantee you there are multiple black women being considered. Multiple. 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 Multiple black women and that's when speaker four which is probably uh simone sanders coming in to be like shut it down shut it down thanks so much that's really our time i apologize and that was her trying to save joe biden from getting a follow-up question from Charlemagne the god which would probably have gone something like multiple multiple multiple, multiple. Like, I understand from math, multiplication means 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12. So who are these multiple black women in politics that you and your team are thinking about vetting or actually, I mean, you would have had to announce it if you're in the process, but who? Name drop one of them for us. You brought Stacey Abrams on MSNBC and humiliated her so she's not the one so who is it who it be kamala can't be considered multiple so i don't know (laughs) again joe biden just blatantly lying in our faces multiple multiple. and thinking that because y'all listen to the breakfast club and you're listening to the new song by dojo cat and that you're not going to be able to mentally process what he's saying which is a slap in the face he thinks you're stupid on top of it there's more y'all there's more so the next round of lies came around the 14th minute 
And before that and after that and every single second of this thing is just a bunch of lies, a bunch of mess. But around the 14th, 15th minute, uh, Joe Biden goes into a huge lie about that. He has a manifesto for black America and talking about how he's going, how dealing with the prison system is really you know, true and dear to his heart. And he's saying that if you're convicted of a crime, no one should be going to jail for a drug crime. Very interesting for someone who wrote and was passionate about the 94 crime bill, which made mass incarceration possible. If you read anything, Michelle Alexander is one of the most brilliant minds of our time. And she's written a book about the new Jim Crow and about how mass incarceration, the prison system and the prison industrial complex is one is basically neo-slavery is the new Jim Crow. It's a great read. Would love to talk to her someday. <laughs> and we will on this show. But anyway, so for getting back to Biden, him now saying that he that you shouldn't go to jail if you have a drug crime particularly marijuana makes no sense marijuana you should be getting rehabilitation and we've got to give people a chance you weren't thinking that in 1995 and clearly you don't think that now because in this 18 minute interview he was so passionate and did not want to say at all that this crime bill that there were parts of it that were wrong maybe we should go back and like revisit he was like no this is the best thing that has ever been written i wrote it and hillary's wrong and bill is wrong and jerry brown the former governor of california is wrong everyone's wrong i'm right that's how he was so for now for him to and i'm talking about something that happened a little bit earlier in this catastrophe in this interview but now he's lying to us again saying like oh i care about people who have gone to jail which is ridiculous and charlemagne knows that he responds and says oh vice president biden i've read that some of your black agenda and you would say you would decriminalize what's the difference between legalizing and decriminalizing Right there, Charlemagne the God is pointing out that Biden has said that he is not for legalization. He's for decriminalization. That's Those are two totally different things. Basically believing there should still be jail time. And then his stupid response to it was that, uh, I've got to see the, the effects, the effects, because they're trying to find out whether or not there's any impact of the use of marijuana. There have been studies and studies. That's why... All these states have been approving medical. Like, what, what are you talking about? So it's just ridiculous. A bunch of lies. He's just, again, giving, paying lip service, saying things that he knows that his staff has done the research to know that these are issues and topics that are of concern to everyone nationally, are of concern to every population, not just African-Americans want weed legal, everybody, when you poll, wants it to be legal. So he's trying to get in on what's popular and what's popping and thinking that we're too stupid to know that, oh, this dude has said he's not for, because why not come out and say, 
like Bernie has said, that when he were, was to get into office, that by executive order, he would make marijuana legal throughout the whole country. Why not say something like that? Joe Biden can't because he has no morals. He has no scruples. There's no platform. There's nothing. He's just lying, trying to get in and get Wall Street in and relive those great Obama bin Biden days. But we're not for that, please. Anyway, so to say that uh, there's no studies out about marijuana, then what about all the other states that have made it legal, not just for medical reasons, but have it totally legal in their state? You don't think that they looked at that they did that not knowing any effects of what it had? Like, please get out of here with all that nonsense. Live from Brooklyn, New York. This is House of the Home. Like we said, this whole entire interview is a hot, piping, flaming cauldron of lies, of deception, and of debauchery. Straight up. Uh, I'm going to just coast with you back to the beginning of this article because like I said, I'm not going to give this hours and hours of my attention. It it can very well go there, but it's like I don't even want to give Joe Biden that much. But I do, for my viewers, want to break it down. I felt like that was important because most of the outlets that I saw were just focusing on the horrible thing he said at the end, the last 30 seconds. But I want to bring your attention to the fact that everything he said within this interview was horrible and even worse than what he said at the end. And it really shows just what type of individual he is. And this is not someone that I that is demonstrating that he is a better choice than what is currently in the White House. He's not proven it yet. He's act, He's gone and proven the opposite. So if we're scrolling up to the beginning of this horrible mess... He talks a lot and defends a lot the crime bill and how his people have not talked to him about having a good way of trying to explain. There is no good way, but at least Hillary was smart enough to go on a show that reaches primarily uh, black listeners and when asked about the crime bill, talked and say that this was a mistake, we need to atone for it. Now, Hillary Rodham Clinton doesn't like to admit she is wrong, okay? She doesn't, but she knew she had to go in there with that because it is. How are you going to try to say that mass incarceration is awesome? How are you going to say that privatization of prisons is a good thing? It's not. All across the board, it's not. So to act so blat blatantly just... Uh, just having the audacity to defend something like this when there have been books, there have been experts who have let, who research this and do this for a living saying that this 94 crime bill, that even though 25 years plus has passed since it went into law, that people are still suffering from the ramifications of it today. So to completely ignore that and lie and come up on here and try to lie to you all, mm -mm. don't take that now. Do not take it. Know that this man is lying. Do your own research about the crime bill. 
Like, look at the actual bill. Don't look at what other outlets write about, especially if they're coming from establishment outlets like CNN, like Vox, like BuzzFeed. Don't look at what they're trying to say about this crime bill because I've seen article. I read an article by Vox that was basically trying to say like, although people like Michelle Alexander, who have studied and written the book about the new Jim Crow, say that uh, mass incarceration came from the 94 crime bill, she was just doing it because she didn't want Hillary to be president. That's what they were saying in Vox. So don't listen to them. Go and read. It's 350 pages, y'all, but you can skim it. Go and read that crime bill. Go and read it. And then go and look at maybe legal uh, think tanks, not conservative ones, that look at mass incarceration, at, like the Innocence Project, and there's better ones to cite. But go own research about this thing it's not and just look and talk to people in your family and and people that you know and people's stories that you hear about all of these innocent people or people sitting in jail even kim kardashian has to come out of the world woodwork and try to save these people that have been thrown in jail for ridiculous things like having one join on them one night like this is ridiculous and this is biden's doing his doing and y'all please remember and understand that he wasn't just a proponent of the bill a supporter of the bill he wrote the damn bill just like bernie wrote the bill the good bills biden wrote this bill he's proud of it this is his baby his his child his seed and that is scary it is scary okay i maybe we'll do another show about the crime bill but let me just tell you, it's not cool. All the stuff that he talked about in here, like, oh, it wasn't, it didn't start mass incarceration. And oh, all the black caucus and the black mayors, they all supported it. I don't believe that for two seconds. I will do the, re I want to know for myself which black mayors, which black, and the black caucus, so what? So what if they supported it? I, they're not doing anything, just like all these other elected officials aren't doing anything. So just because they have the title of black caucus doesn't mean they've done anything for black people, except for the ones they look at in the mirror themselves and their families. That's it. So what, what, what else you got, Biden? Because telling me that the NAACP and the NWA and all these people are supporting you you've gotten awards from them and whatever who cares where what where, where's the receipts where's the brass tax where is i have done x y and z Five hundred thousand, you know children received health care and vaccinations due to this bill that i put out in 1992 i was the author of this bill and because of that that's those are the receipts you don't have those receipts all you have is lies and click bait like little bites like saying words like institutional racism and Malcolm X and Martin Luther King and fried chicken right y'all like fried chicken and okay now I'm joking with the fried chicken but literally he went roundabout to tell some stupid story about how he lived in a in the town where 10 months of National Guard had to be because of the riots after Martin Luther King was assassinated. What does that have to do about why you're on the show, about the questions Charlemagne has asked you? Nothing. He's just trying to find a way where he can evoke Martin Luther King, institutional racism, institutional racism. And it's so interesting 
they like to say, like Elizabeth Warren does that too. She likes to say these, you know, uh, buzz words that makes her look woke. So if you say institutional racism five times in a row, you're not racist anymore. But it's so interesting that he talks about the institutional racism as it, like it's a house or like it's something that's a thing. Like you are the institution that promotes the racism biden so it's so interesting that you love that phrase because you are institutional racism institutional racism is perpetuated by people it does not just exist on its own without people propelling it without people turning their uh turning their eyes and their backs to what's going on and that's how the system maintains not just this entity that's floating out there in in the atmosphere and like oh it's just the institution like people propel it and he's one of the people that has propelled institutional racism but then he wants to use that buzzword to try and get to people okay so we're gonna close with this and just let you know how biden views blackness you, you don't want to miss that so blackness dividing obviously is something that is monolithic meaning that we all have the same experiences we all think the same we all dress the same we all talk the same hey man hey man like that that's how he views blackness if you're not in the category like barack and the few tokens that have gone to the Ivy League and that are in the elite and the elite class and in the donor class, those few that are allowed to be up in those ranks, then blackness to him is a monolithic experience that is covered in crime, that is covered in uh, hopelessness, that's covered in despair, that's covered in... Uh, just being in in the lower brackets of society and of course our society our capitalistic society has made it that way that there is an inequality in this world of course and of course when inequality is so rampant the people that are affected are mostly people of color primarily african-americans and we all know the history if you want to deny it you're not even i mean this show isn't for you <laughs> if you're like no if you want to deny that history it is it's there okay i didn't make it up it's there so yes we are talking about low income and disenfranchisement and oppression and racism and and all of that and we are talking about the african-american experience but that's not all of the african-american experience it's not all about crime it's not all about having menial jobs when he talked about essential workers he talked about african-american essential workers as transportation and as grocery store workers and as people working in the factories which are all true but african-americans also contribute to first responders who are the technicians who are the doctors who are the lawyers who are the you know uh, the people with the degrees who are the ones helping at the front lines of the technical and the health you know, uh, industry that are responding to COVID as well but he's not speaking to that he's only like oh well blackness is only about poverty and crime 
And that's all that's all he talked about. Poverty, crime, poverty, crime. And then try to use and weaponize COVID to try and speak to this demographic and just say, I was the one that said that COVID was going to affect the black community. I was the one that said it. First of all, where is the documentation that you were sounding the alarm before Trump did anything? And 36,000 people in one week wouldn't have been dead, dead, dead. This was a very, I mean, he was on something, I think. I don't know what they gave him, some uppers, downers, whatever, whatever prescription meds he was on. It was just taking him all over the place. But yeah, so that's how he sees blackness. And there isn't any other way to see it. His blackness uh, understanding is Barack and those people who are in Barack's circle, the few And then all the people down at the lowest part of the totem pole who are bagging the groceries and working at Amazon and getting the crumbs. And he's not saying that he's for Medicare for all. He's not saying he's about he has said he's not against raising the minimum wage. He's not against all what he wants to do for Medicare for all is to lower the age from 65 to 60. That's all Biden is wanting to do. But he's just delivering sound bites to you that that his team has told him is what's up what the people want to hear about they want to hear about this and that so make sure to like say that and it's it we're done we're done with the saying we're done with the little uh sound bites for social media pull the receipts show us what you have done and if what you have done is not matching up with what you're trying to say you're a bold-faced liar and at this point we have so much at stake with what's going on with our environment with what's going on right now with this pandemic and the financial crisis that it's causing we don't need somebody who's a bold-faced pathological liar who is cloaked in white supremacy (laughs) like why isn't that what you all are saying about uh Uh, Donald J. Trump sitting up there so what's the difference what is the difference I don't agree with the whole sentiment that we have to hold our nose and swallow it and just take it because Biden is better than Trump after this I'm not accepting that at all and I didn't even need this but like this was to me everything (laughs) everything that you need that shows this man's true colors okay and David Serrata who is a former Bernie surrogate he claims he's an actor too on the Goldbergs I was a fan of that show for like the first two seasons I don't remember him but okay let's assume he is an actor on the Goldbergs anyway while he was tweeting for Bernie and being his surrogate I was like yeah but he recently tweeted something that I was like you've got to be kidding me and has turned me off from a lot of these people who say they're progressive because he tweeted something to the extent that said Trump is poison and Biden is an excrement sandwich and I rather have an excrement sandwich because Trump's poison is blah 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 and I say anybody who sizes who gives anybody other human being or even animal those two choices 
who who in their right mind who is working with all their mental faculties is going to pick poison because both are poisonous human excrement <laughs> animal excrement is poisonous if you were going to ingest it so no david serrata i don't want a excrement sandwich and i don't want poison we need to have something better so look y'all i've done the unboxing for you if you will of this ridiculousness that was on the breakfast club and i hope it makes more sense to a lot of people to know that it was more than just the 30 second sound bite at the end this in its entirety showed that this individual is not fit to do a lot of things but definitely not fit to be the next president of the united states and that is all she wrote or said for tonight thank you so much for listening can't wait to get back in this chair in the victory room take care of yourself people and each other Hey man, hey, hey man, come on, man. Give me a break, give me a break, give me a break.